Hey, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Cody's Car Conundrum. We're back and we're doing the Saturday cars after the Friday one has actually done surprisingly well. 24, last I checked, 24 downloads. In which case I decided that, yeah, it was long since time that I did Saturday as well. And Saturday had a few more interesting cars and thankfully it's shorter. It's only 7 pages instead of 9. So, first car, lot S4. The first of the Saturday cars was a 2004 Audi S4 automatic, and that one did sell for $9,350. Kinda low for an Audi, but luxury cars tend to depreciate, so that's not very surprising. The next lot was lot S5, and it was a 1964 Chevrolet C10 pickup with a 355 V8 and an automatic. This one sold for significantly more, $33,000. The car after that, lot S6, is a 2000, was, a 2008 Maserati Gran Turismo with an automatic. It only sold for $25,850. Less than that C10! That, that makes me a little sad. The next vehicle after the Gran Turismo, which didn't sell, was a 2004 Ford F-150 Supercrew pickup with a 4.6 liter. I'm gonna assume it's a V8, considering the size of the engine, with 235 horsepower and an automatic kind of low for a V8 of that size. And the highest bid was $4,500. Yeah, it didn't sell. Lot S8 was a 2010 Jeep Wrangler built for the 2017 SEMA show. Highest bid was $30,000. did not sell. Lot S10 is a 1990 Toyota FJ62 Land Cruiser with a 4-liter. It's either a V8, but I think it's more likely going to be a straight 6. And that one did actually sell, and it sold for more than that Gran Turismo at $30,250. The car after that, which also sold for more than both the FJ and that Gran Turismo, is a 19 was a 1958 Buick Special Convertible with a 364 V8, maybe a V8. It had 250 horsepower with an automatic transmission and it sold for $36,300. So, as you can clearly see, right off the bat, we're getting much higher bids just on the first page than, than we did on Friday. Next lot was a 1971 Chevrolet Chevelle SS with a 454 V8 and a 4-speed. Highest bid was $32,000. Lot S13 was a 1954 Dodge Royal with a 241, potentially a firepower V8. I personally doubt it though, but it had an automatic and it sold. It sold for $40,150. Way better than, well, way better. At the very least, good showing for the first page of Mopars, unlike Friday. Almost, almost the entirety of Friday, no less. That was, Mopars were having a tough day that day. Uh, yeah, that day. The car for that is another, is another Mopar in the guise of a 1968 Plymouth Roadrunner with a 383 V8 and an automatic. It sold for $45,100. Lot S15 was a 1957 Ford Thunderbird with a 292 V8 and an automatic. Highest bid was $25,000. Lot S16 is a 2000, was, was a 2009 Mercedes-Benz S550 with a 5.5 liter V8 and an automatic. It sold for $19,250. The next car is one that didn't sell. It was a 2013 Chevrolet Corvette convertible with a 6.2 liter V8 and an automatic and in a very faded baby pink, which is terrible. It's bleh. Highest bid was 40000 Pretty high. Pretty high for a car of that color. A car after that, which looked a lot like a VW car in Ghia, but wasn't, was a Renault Caravelle convertible with a 956cc, probably a four or a three-cylinder engine. And it sold for only $8,250. Considering it's not a Carmen, if it was a Carmen Ghia, it might have went for fourteen thousand. But because it's not, not totally surprised it didn't even break ten k. 
The next vehicle after that didn't even sell. It was a 2002 Pontiac Trans Am SLP Firehawk convertible with a 5.7 liter V8 and a 6-speed. Highest bid was 29500 Lot S20 might be one of the cheapest modern-ish BMWs you can buy. It was a 2008 BMW 128i convertible with a 3-liter probably V6 and an automatic. Sold for 11 k Pretty cheap. Lot S21 was a 2006 Mercedes-Benz S65. S65 AMG more likely than not. Actually, yeah, because it was a 6-liter. 6 604 horsepower. Maybe it's a V12? I don't remember from the 2006 era of S-Classes. I don't remember if it was a V12 or not. Probably. It had an automatic. High, it didn't even sell, but its highest bid was 16000 That's That's, in my mind, that's pretty much a steal. Lot S22 was a 1972 sad-faced Dodge Challenger with a 340 V8 and an automatic. That one sold for 27500 Not a lot as far as Challengers go, but for sad-faced Challengers? And it was pretty nice, but I'm pretty, I'm impressed, not gonna lie. Lot S23 was a 1961 Ford Thunderbird convertible with a 390 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Highest bid was 10 grand. After that was a 1979 Chevrolet Cheyenne pickup with a 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Only sold for 7,150. It doesn't look like it's... It looks more like a farm truck than it does a collector truck, but it's still pretty nice. After that was a car I stood in front of, and I can't believe it didn't sell. It's a 2008 Ford Mustang FR500S race car. It had a top 5 finish at Laguna Seca. The highest bid was 20 grand, which isn't bad, but I'm sad it didn't sell. That, that makes me really sad. Big oof. Lot S26 is a 2006 Cadillac XLR with a 4.6 liter V8 and an automatic. The, what was it, the North Star V8? Can't remember the name, it wasn't an LS. Highest bid, in fact, no, it did sell. And it sold for $35,750, so pretty darn good. Lot S26.1 was a 1969 Chevrolet C10 pickup with a 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. It sold for $25,850. Lot S27 is a 2008 Mercedes-Benz SL65 AMG with a 6-liter V8 and an automatic. No, probably a 6-liter V12 with an automatic and it sold for $28,600. Right after that, we had a 1972 Chevrolet Blazer CST convertible with a 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one sold for $44,000. More than that Mercedes. I, I would have taken the Mercedes. Although, from that year, I think parts would break a fair bit and it would be really expensive to fix. Lot S29 was a 1955 Chevrolet S10 with a 385, 383 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one sold for really good money, $66,000. Lot S30 was a 1968 Pontiac GTO with a 400 cubic inch V8 and automatic. That one sold for $30,250. The next car was a 1964 Mercury Monterey with a 3-speed. Highest bid was $12,000. Next car that also got a highest bid, aka it didn't sell, was a 1997 Porsche 911 Carrera 2 convertible with a 3.6 liter flat 6 with 400 horsepower and a 6-speed. Highest bid was $34,000. Lot S33 was a 1955 Chevrolet Bel Air with a 3-speed. It sold for 30800 For page 2, we continue with the 1969 Lincoln Continental with a 430 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Highest bid was 14000 Lot S35 was a 1965 Chevrolet C10 Restomar with a 454 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one did actually sell and it sold for 44000 Lot S36 was a 1958 Bentley S1 with an automatic. That one sold for $16,500. The lot after that was a 1946 Ford one and one quarter ton 
steak bed with a 239 straight six v8 some something with a four speed and it sold for twenty seven thousand five hundred dollars after that we had a 1968 Pontiac GTO convertible with a 495 with 513 horsepower and an automatic. That one sold for $51,700 and I have a sneaking suspicion that engine was is not original. Then we get onto a 2005 Maserati Spider with a 2.4 liter 390 horsepower V8 and an automatic. Highest bid was 37000 Next we have another convertible except this time it went for a lot less than the car than this arguably the same car that came before it. It was a 2006 Cadillac XLR convertible with a 4.6 liter V8 with an automatic. It only sold for $15,950. A little strange. Next was a car that didn't sell. It was a 1954 Chevrolet 210 wagon with a 325 cubic inch V8 something. Again, I really don't know. It has 125 horsepower and the highest bid was $26,000. Lot S42 was a 1950 was a 1956 Chevrolet Bel Air Resto Mod with a rotisserie it's a rotisserie restoration and it sold for pretty good money $48,400. Lot S43 was a 1960 Chevrolet K10 pickup with a 235 V cubic cubic inch V8 with a 4-speed only sold for $35,200. Lot S44 was a 1965 Backdraft Shelby Cobra replica with a 427 cubic inch V8 and a 5-speed Sold for big bucks. It sold for $88,000. And it was gorgeous. I got some really sweet photos of it. Lot S45 is a 1964 Chevrolet Impala SS with a 350 cubic inch V8 with factory air. Highest bid, $34,000. Lot S46 is a 1967 Chevrolet Cobra replica with a 302 V8 and a 5 speed. Highest bid, $23,000. Lot S47 was a 1967 Pontiac GTO with a 400 cubic inch V8 and air conditioning. It sold for $41,800. Lot S48 was a 1969 Chevrolet Corvette convertible with a 350-305 horsepower V8 with a 4-speed. It sold for $22,550. Lot S49 was a 1965 Ford Falcon Futura convertible with a 289 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Highest bid, $25,000. The next lot was a 2008 Bentley Con Continental GTC with a 6-liter W12 engine and an automatic. It sold for $56,100. After, we had a 1962 Chevrolet Impala SS with a 327 cubic inch V8 and an auto. It sold for $23,100. Lot S50.1 was a 1952 Ford F2 Marmon Harrington pickup with a 4-speed. It sold for $37,400. Next, we have a British Grand Tourer. It's a 2006 Aston Martin DB9 Volante with a 6-liter V12 making 450 horsepower. Highest bid, 30000 It's really low. Next, we have another British sports. Well, we have another British car, but it's not exactly a Grand Tourer. It's a 1973 Triumph TR6 Roadster with a 2.5-liter. I want to say it's a four-cylinder, but I... Considering the size of the engine, I think it's a bit more likely it's a straight six, but it has a four-speed, and it sold for $13,200. The next lot was a 1942 Lincoln Continental Coupe, one of 200 produced. Given that, you'd think it would sell for a lot, but it didn't. It sold for $5,500. Big sadness. Big sadness for both me and probably the seller. Although not sad enough for them not to sell it. After that was a 1966 Chevrolet Impala convertible with a 283 Cubic inch, 290 horsepower V8 with an automatic. It's over 70, no, $17,050. After that, it was a 1957 Ford Wagon with a 302 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. 
It's over 22,000. The next lot is a 1978 International Scout with a 345 cubic inch V8 in an automatic. Didn't sell, sadly. Highest bid was 35,000. Right after that, we had a 1966 Oldsmobile 442 Holiday Coupe with a 455 cubic inch V8 and a 5-speed. Highest bid was 28,000. Lot S58 is a 1968 Dodge Coronet RT convertible with a 440-375 horsepower, well, cubic inch and horsepower V8 with an automatic. This one sold for pretty good money. $72,600. Then we go to a car that didn't sell. It was a 2016 Ford Mustang GT with a 5 liter 435 horsepower V8 with a 6 speed. Highest bid was $25,000. Then we go back to the Mopars. In the guys have a 1972 Plymouth Duster with a 340 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. It sold for 23100 Right after that, we had an FJ Cruiser. It was a 1969 Toyota FJ40 Land Cruiser with a 3.9 liter straight six with a three speed. And it sold for $35,200. Lot S62 was a 1955 Mercury Monterey with a 292 cubic inch probably a v8 making only 198 horsepower with an automatic highest bid was 22,000 lot s63 is a 19 was a 1961 chevrolet impala bubble top with a 348 cubic inch 350 horsepower v8 with a four speed it only well i say it only sold no it actually sold for good money it sold for sixty two thousand seven hundred dollars lot s64 was a 1968 chevrolet camaro ss with a 396 cubic inch v8 with a four speed I don't know how it only sold for this, but it only sold for $39,050. Continuing with the GM theme, and we got quite a few GM vehicles to go through. We have a 1965 Chevrolet Corvette Convertible with a 327 cubic inch V8, making 350 horsepower with a 4-speed. It sold for $55,000. Then we have the Camaro's twin brother, the Firebird. It was a 1967 Pontiac Firebird, and it was unrestored. It only sold for $40,700. Barely more than its twin that went up just before it. Then we had a 1972 Chevrolet Cheyenne Super Pickup with a 350 cubic inch automatic. Highest bid was 32000 Lot S68 was a 1969 Chevrolet Camaro Z28 with a 302 cubic inch V8 making 290 horsepower with a 4-speed. It's over 72600 Pretty good going. Lot S70. It's a 2007 Mercedes-Benz CLK 63 AMG convertible with a 6.3 liter, 475 horsepower, potentially a bi-turbo V12 with an automatic. And it sold for $20,900. Bit on the low side, if you ask me. Lot S71 was a 1957 Chevrolet 150 Resto Mob with a 5 liter, 300 horsepower V8 with an automatic. Highest bid was $52,000. Right after that, another Chevrolet. It was a 1956 Chevrolet 3100 pickup with a 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Highest bid was 36000 Then we have a 1969 Chevrolet Camaro with a 396 cubic inch V8 with a 4-speed. It sold for 46200 Pretty good. Would have expected it to hit the $55,000 mark, but... Lot S74 was a 1970 Ford Mustang Boss 302 Fastback with a 302 cubic inch V8 and a 4-speed. Sold for $68,750. Would have expected a little bit more, but that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good going. Then we have a gasser in the form of a 1957 Chevrolet 150 gasser. With a 361 cubic inch V8, it's a professional build. It sold for $40,700. Then we have a car that I haven't actually seen in a while, and I didn't see go up on the auction block, and that makes me sad. 
Lot S76 it was. This car was a 1969 Ford Torino, Co Torino, Torino Cobra with a 428 cubic inch V8 with a 4-speed. Highest bid, unfortunately didn't sell, but the highest bid was 27500 which is low. Lot S76.1. Was a 1948 Lincoln Continental with a 305 cubic inch straight eight. Actually, I, I forgot that straight eights exist, but hey, maybe it was a straight eight with a three speed highest bid 17,500. After that, was a 1994 Pontiac Trans Am 25th anniversary with a 5.7 liter V8 and an automatic. It sold for 14,300. Lot S78 was a 1964 Volkswagen 21 window deluxe bus with a 1500cc engine and a 4 speed. Highest bid was 100,000! Worse still, it didn't sell, but that highest bid is nuts. Lot S79.1 was a 1967 Chevrolet Camaro RS SS convertible with a 327 cubic inch, 275 horsepower V8 and a 4 speed. It sold for $49,500. Lot S80 was a 1998 Chevrolet Corvette Pace Car Edition with a 5.7 liter V8 and 345 horsepower with a 6-speed. It only sold for $15,950, and that's a little, a little saddening. After that, we had a really cool car, Lot S80.1, and it was a 2005 Maybach 57 with a 5.5 liter 550 horsepower V12 with an automatic. It only sold for $41,800. That that car was the that was the luxury car sort of to end all luxury cars back in the day and it only sold for forty thousand. That's a steal. That's a bargain. Just that car got chucked in the bargain bin at Micro Center or at, or at a Best Buy, to make a reference that isn't perhaps a so state dependent. Lot S eighty three was a nineteen sixty two Chevrolet Impala with a four hundred nine cubic inch four hundred nine horsepower V eight with a four speed. Sold for $74,250. Then we had Lot S84. It was a 1954 Chevrolet Corvette Roadster. It's a C1 with the dual headlight arrangement, which I think looks better. It has a 235 cubic inch, probably a V8 with an automatic. Highest bid was $57,500. Lot S85 was a 1947 Chrysler Town & Country Convertible with a 323 cubic inch, either V8 or straight 8, with a fluid drive transmission. Highest bid. 57,500. Right after that, another car didn't sell. It was a 1969 Chevrolet Camaro RS Resto Mob with a 406 cubic inch 400 horsepower V8 with an automatic. Only sold, well, didn't sell, but the highest bid was 67,500. Lot S87 was a 1973 Ford Bronco. Can't believe it didn't sell because Ford Broncos typically sell and they're popular. But it had a 302 cubic inch V8 with an automatic. Highest bid was 50,000. Another car didn't sell. Lot, the lot right after was a 1957 Ford Thunderbird with a 312 cubic inch V8 making 245 horsepower with an automatic. Highest bid, 52000 Lot S89 right after the Thunderbird was a 2010 Lotus Elise convertible with a 1.8 liter 4-cylinder four, four V6. I can't quite remember. With a 6-speed. Highest bid, 35000 Then we finally get onto a car that did actually sell. It was a 2016 Chevrolet Corvette Z06 with a 6.2 liter, 650 horsepower V8 and an automatic. Well, with an automatic, sold for $69,300. Right after that was another Chevrolet in the form of a 1957 Chevrolet Bel Air with a 283 cubic inch three-speed transmission. Well, 283 cubic inch V8 with a three-speed, high speed was 60000 
Then we have another Cheyenne. It's a 1972 Chevrolet Cheyenne Super Pickup with a 350 cubic inch convertible. No, 350 cubic inch V8, I'm sorry, with an automatic. Highest bid was only 38000 Sad. Sad that makes me. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed. We're running a little long. I will see you all after the break. Are you a huge fan of Cody's Car Conundrum? You can now purchase Cody's Car Conundrum merch, which is long sleeve and short sleeve shirts on www.tinyurl.com slash merch. Now back to Cody at Cody's Car Conundrum. Hey, hey, we're back for the second, no, for the fourth page, for the fourth page. Kicking off this fourth page is lot S92. It was a 1930 Packard dual cal phaeton with a 320 cubic inch, probably a straight eight with a four speed. It sold for $63,250. The next lot after that was a 1962 lottery, I think I'm getting that wrong, Conquest convertible with a 265 cubic inch V8 with an automatic. It sold for $36,300. Pretty good. We actually saw one of those and I almost think it was that exact one last year. So when I saw that it was there, when I went to the auction, I was like, hold up. I know that, I think there was two last year, but I, I know that there was definitely one and it and that one looked exactly the same. I was very confused. After that was a 1970 Plymouth Cuda with a 440 cubic inch V8 with a four speed. Highest bid was 70,000. The darn thing didn't even sell. Big sad. Then again, the next car after that didn't either. It was a 1969 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe with the Bloomington Golds, or it's Bloomington Gold certified and top flight, whatever the mess all that means. Anyway, the highest bid was 95,000. Right after that, we have a car straight out of Miami Vice. It was a 1986 Ferrari Testarossa with a 385 horsepower, I think it was a V12. I don't, I don't remember what the engine was in the Testarossa, but it has a five speed and it sold. It sold for really good money too, $106,700. Right after that, we had a 1970 Buick GSX with a 455 cubic inch V8 with an automatic. It sold for $72,600. Then we had a 1950 Willys Jeepster with a 302 cubic inch V8 with 290 horsepower with an automatic. It sold for $23,100. And before you ask, no, this is not, it's not original at all as the engine might have told you. It looks, it's sort of like a street rod with a Jeepster body on top. That's basically what it is. Lot S101 was a 1957 Ford Thunderbird F-Code with a 312 cubic inch V8 with 300 horsepower and an automatic. Highest bid was 140000 I can't believe it didn't sell. Then we had a 1968 Chevrolet Camaro RS SS with a 350 cubic inch 295 horsepower V8 with a 4-speed. It sold for 70400 Lot S103 was a 1966 Chevrolet Shelby Cobra replica. With a supercharged 306 cubic inch V8, it's a custom build, and it has a not in a hardtop version of a Cobra is a is in a in a Kika. This is not that. This is just a hardtop Cobra, and by hardtop I mean hardtop, not like Viper RT10 hardtop, like actual hardtop, like the GTS. And the highest bid was fifty-two thousand. Can't believe that one didn't sell either. We have another British sports car. I mean, it's a Shelby Cobra, but it's based on the ACA, so whatever. Anyway. The car after was a 1970 Jaguar E-Type Series 2 convertible with a 4.2 liter V12 and a 4-speed. Highest bid was 52000 Don't even know how. How it didn't sell. We have another sports car in the form of a 1966 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe with a 427 cubic inch V8 and, a, and 450 horsepower. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And I think it was a split window. And it must have been because it sold for $107,250. 
Then we had a 1985 Mercedes-Benz 500 SL with a 5-liter V12, V8, with an automatic. Didn't sell, though. Highest bid, 31000 After that was a 1967 Chevrolet Cobra replica with a 427 cubic inch V8 with a 4-speed. So the highest bid didn't sell. The highest bid was 50000 Then we had another car that did sell, and it sold for really big bucks. It was a 1957 Ford Thunderbird with a 5-liter V8 and an automatic, probably some kind of resto bob, maybe Pro Touring. It sold for $181,500. Big money, like I told you. Then we're, we have a Mopar. Didn't sell for nearly as much as that Ford, <laughs> but it did sell. Lot S110 was a 1970 Plymouth GTX with a 440 cubic inch V8 with an automatic. It sold for $41,800. Right after was a 2018 Aston Martin Vanquish. I think it's a 2018 Aston Vanquish S. It has 580 horsepower. It only had 1,000 miles on it, but it didn't sell. Regardless of all that, the highest bid was 170,000. Nearly as much as that Ford Thunderbird. Another car that didn't sell was the lot right after. A 2011 Chevrolet Camaro Pace Car Edition with 3,500 miles, and it was only one of 500 produced. The highest bid was 25,000, which is way too low in my opinion. Lot S112.1 was a 1956 Chevrolet Corvette convertible with a 346 cubic inch, 345 horsepower, 345 horsepower V8 with a six-speed. It sold for 143,000. And yes, it's a C1 with the dual headlight arrangement. Thank the Lord. As you can probably tell, I'm not. A, I'm really not a big fan of C1s with the quad headlight. I'm just not a fan of that look. Lot S15. Here's another Mopar. It's a 1970 Dodge Charger with a 485 cubic inch, 495 horsepower V8 with an automatic. It sold for 57,200. Low, in my opinion. I think it should have been at least 100,000. And as you can tell, it's had a few modifications because Dodge did not make a 485 cubic inch V8. Time for another Cobra in the form of a 1966 Shell Valley Shelby Cobra replica. It has a 302 cubic inch V8 with a 5 speed. The highest bid was 59,000. Lot S116.1 was a 1972 Chevrolet El Camino with a 454 cubic inch V8 with an automatic. Sold a bit low than I think it should have at 29,700. Then, time, then, another Chevrolet rolled up onto the block. It was a 1970 Chevrolet Nova with a 427 cubic inch 502 horsepower V8 with a 4 speed. It sold for 48400 Why it sold for a lot more than that El Camino, I will never know. Then there was a 1970 Chevrolet Chevelle SS with a 454 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Highest bid was 40000 Big oof. Then we had another 2011 Maserati Gran Turismo S with a 4.7 liter V8. Highest bid was only 25000 Lot S119 was a 1975 Toyota FJ40 Land Cruiser with a 4.2 liter V8, probably. With a four-speed, sold for $24,200. Kind of low for an FJ, if you ask me. Another Mercedes rolled up in the form of a 2007 Mercedes-Benz SL600 convertible with a 5.5-liter, 510-horsepower V8, I'm going to say, with an automatic. Sold for $34,100. Still low, but better. Another Aston was at the auction, this time a 2017 Aston Martin Vanquish with 568 horsepower and only 1,000 miles on it. Highest bid was 160000 The car right after that was a 1955 CMC Cabriolet. 
basically a Porsche Speedster that probably got, not restored, but remade in one fashion or another. Didn't sell. Highest bid was 22000 Lot S123 was a 1970 Plymouth Superbird with a 440 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Should have been a manual in my opinion, but whatever. And it sold for 129800 Pretty darn good. Low for a Superbird, but especially for one with a 440. But It's not the 446 pack, so perhaps that's understandable. Then we had a 1969 Chevrolet Camaro SS with a 350 cubic inch, 300 horsepower automatic. It sold for 51700 Another Chevrolet came after in the form of a 1965 Chevrolet Corvette convertible. It had a 369 cubic inch, 425 horsepower V8, and it was unrestored. And it still didn't sell. The highest bid was 70000 Lot S127 was a 1960 Chevrolet Impala with a 348 cubic inch V8 and a 4-speed. Highest bid was 50000 I'm getting real tired of these Chevrolets, and there's two more. After that was a 1968 Chevrolet Impala SS Convertible with a fuel-injected 369 cubic inch V8 and Air Ride. That one did actually sell, and it sold for $52,250. Another Chevrolet, this one didn't sell though, it was a 1960 Chevrolet Bel Air with a 348 cubic inch V8, making 315 horsepower with a 5-speed. Highest bid was only thirty grand. Then we get on to a Bentley. Lot S130 was a 2006 Bentley Continental Flying Spur with a twin turbocharged 6 liter, 552 horsepower W12 with an automatic. That one sold for 41800 Low, in other words. Then we had a really cool car that I don't know if I got a lot of pictures of. I really hope I did because it's rare. Lot S130.1 was a 2016 Jaguar F-Type Project 7. It was one of only 250 produced. And the awesome thing sold for 143000 Perhaps it should have sold for two hundred k, but what it sold at isn't that low. After that was a 1970 Volkswagen Campmobile with a, hunt with a 16cc engine in it and a 4-speed. It sold for 25300 Low, but then again, it's not the VW 12 window minibus thing, so... After that was a 1969 Ford Mustang Mach 1 Fastback with a 428 cubic inch... V8 and has an MCA Concourse Gold stripe, I think. Either way, it sold for 94600 so big bucks. It actually beat out the Ferrari that came after. It was a 1989 Ferrari 328 GTS with a 3.2 liter V8, maybe a V12 with a 5-speed. Forgive my ignorance of those era Ferraris, A specifically. And it sold, it sold though, for 57200 so pretty good. Not as good as the car after it, though. Lot S135 was a 1970 Plymouth Superbird with a 446 barrel with a broadcast sheet, whatever that is, and it sold for 165000 Darn well is what, it sell, is what it sold for, basically. And I wish the car after sold, because it was just as interesting, mostly because it was much, much weirder. It was a 1978 Mercury Bobcat Villager Station Wagon with a 2.8 liter, maybe a V8, possibly a V6, had an automatic, the highest bid was nine thousand five hundred. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have expected it to sell to sell for much, but I was hoping it would sell at all. But now I know. Lot S one thirty seven was a nineteen sixty seven Chevrolet Impala SS with a four hundred and nine cubic inch V eight and a four speed. The highest bid was thirty five thousand. After was a nineteen seventy two Ford Mustang Mach one Fastback with a three hundred fifty one cubic inch V eight with factory air. That one did. That one definitely sold, and it did 
yeah, anyway, it sold for $29,700. Pretty good. Not the most popular Fastbacks or Mach 1s, but not bad for that generation. Right after that was a car I really didn't expect to sell for much. There was a handful of these, and I, I was not hopeful that they were going to sell for much. It was a 2007 Maserati Quattro Porte with a 4.2 liter V8 and an automatic. This one sold for less than that darn Mustang. It only sold for 22000 Ouch. Big ouch. Then lot S140 was a 1980 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe. The, uh, to put this kindly, the lame C3s with a 350 cubic inch, 190 horsepower V8 with an automatic. It actually sold for near what that Quattroporte sold for. This late C3 sold for 16500 That's a big goof. Uh, on, on, I think on Maserati's part. After though came a car that sold for a lot more. It was a 1956 Chevrolet Nomad with an LS1 and an automatic. It sold for 110000 so big bucks. After was a 1934 Ford three-window coupe with a 540-cubic inch V8, and it's an all-steel chassis, I'm going to assume. Maybe it's an all-steel body, or maybe the whole darn thing is all-steel. Either way, the highest bid, because it didn't sell, was 67500 Next was a 1950 Buick Custom Convertible with a 320-cubic-inch automatic. Highest bid was 57000 Lot S144 was The Judge. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about when I say The Judge. It was a 1969 Pontiac GTO Judge with a 400-cubic-inch V8 and factory air. It sold for 60500 Too low, if you ask me. Another GM car was right after, in the form of a 1957 Chevrolet Bel Air with a 283 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one sold? No, that one didn't sell. The highest bid was 27000 So, sad. Sadness incarnate. After was a Mopar, in the form of a 1970 Dodge Challenger RT convertible with a 440 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. This one didn't sell, and I'm sad, but it did go for too... Well, it got up to still too low. It only got up to 42000 as the highest bid. Right after was a Ford, and this one did sell. It was a 1970 Ford Mustang Boss 302 Fastback with a 302 cubic inch V8 with a four-speed. That one sold for 52,000, 57,200. I'm sorry. Then in lot S149 was a 1972 Chevrolet Cheyenne Super Pickup. I'm getting sick of seeing these Cheyennes. It was a 383 cubic. It had a 383 cubic inch V8 with an automatic, and it did actually sell. It sold. For 36300 Then we have the Elephant Car. A 2011 Porsche Panamera 4S with a 4.8 liter V8 and an automatic. It sold for 39600 which is byword for way too juicing low. That, that should have... I'm not saying it's a beautiful car, but come on. 50 grand should have been the minimum. Then we have the C3s that I'm... The, sorry, the C1s that I'm not a particular fan of. It was a 1958 Chevrolet Corvette convertible. The, pro the proceeds went to benefit St. Jude's Hospital. So that's good. And it sold for 66000 So, yeah. Darn good. Although, like I said, I'm still not a fan of the looks of C late later C1s. Then we had a car that didn't sell. It was a 1937 Ford 5-window coupe street rod. With a 302 cubic inch V8 with a 345. Yeah, 302 cubic inch V8 with 345 horsepower. All steel, highest bid was only 35 grand. Then we have the C3s that I do actually like. It was a 1956 Chevrolet Corvette convertible with a dual quad, 265 cubic inch V8, and a three speed. The highest bid was 60,000. Then we had another Mercedes. 
This time, though, it was a 1984 Mercedes-Benz 380 SL convertible. It's a Euro-spec example, which is really cool, but it didn't sell. And, it, and the highest bid was far too low. The highest bid was 11 grand. Far too low. Lot S155, however, was a 1968 Toyota FJ40 Land Cruiser with a 4.2 liter either V8 or straight 6 or maybe straight 8. Who knows? With a 4-speed. It sold for 49500 and I'm pretty sure when the seller saw the 49500 I'm pretty sure they said to themselves, dang it, didn't make the full 50. <laughs> now we're on to the second to last page. And starting off, we have another blasted FJ Cruiser. This time, though, it's a pickup. It's a 1972 Toyota FJ45 Land Cruiser with an inline 6 and a 3-speed. It sold for 39050 Not too bad. The lot right after, lot S157, was a 1956 Ford Fairlane Sunliner with a 312 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one sold for $43,450, so getting up there. Next, we had a Studebaker truck. It was a 1955 Studebaker pickup with a 245 cubic inch, probably a V8, maybe a straight inline something actually, with a 3 speed. It sold for $36,300. Not surprised it was lower than the other two cars. After, it was a 1963. Chevrolet Corvette split window coupe with a 327 cubic inch, 300 horsepower, 4 speed. The highest bid was 75000 You heard me right, it didn't sell. The darn thing didn't sell. Just, I, I can't believe that didn't sell and I can't believe it didn't go for more. The next car did though, but for chump change essentially. A 2011 Mercedes-Benz E350 convertible with a 3.5 liter V6 and an automatic. It sold for 16500 The car right after... A 1969 Buick Riviera with a 430 cubic inch V8 and well documented went for $21,450. Still low to me. Then there was another Corvette, except this time it was a late C1. It was a 1958 Chevrolet Corvette convertible with a 238 cubic inch, 270 horsepower V8 with a 4 speed. It sold for $68,200. Pretty good though. Less than that C3 from earlier, but yeah. After we have another pickup, it was a 1966 Ford F100 pickup with a 350 cubic, 351 cubic inch V8 with a 4-speed. Sold for 12100 After we have a car that I'm actually interested in, it's a 2000 Honda, well, yeah, it's a, the 2000 is the model year. It's a 2000 Honda S2000 convertible, wow, the irony, uh, with a 2.2 liter, I think it, I think they had a 4-cylinder? I don't, I don't think it was a V6. It has a six-speed, and it sold for more than I could ever afford one. It was it sold for twenty thousand nine hundred. Twenty thousand nine hundred. Then in lot S one sixty seven was a nineteen sixty five Chevrolet Corvette convertible with a three hundred twenty seven cubic inch, three hundred fifty horsepower V eight with a four speed. It sold for forty four thousand. So pretty good going. After that, we had a nineteen fifty four Kaiser Darren Roadster with an F head six and a three speed. Didn't sell. The highest bid was fifty five thousand. I was wondering how that did. Lot S169, after the Kaiser, was a 1970 Plymouth Barracuda Grand Coupe with a 440 cubic inch V8 and a 4-speed. This one sold for less than it should have at 38500 Then the car right after is a 2014 Maserati Gibble SQ4 with a 3-liter V6 and an automatic. Not surprised this one didn't sell for much. It only sold for 33000 I wish I had 33000 on me. I mean, it would be really expensive to fix, but 33000 for a Maserati, I'd be all over that. Then we had another Mopar in the form of a 1964 Plymouth Hemi Savoy Lightweight. Chrysler standards of, a, of originality five-star level is, is the car, I suppose. It sold for 110000 
I think it should have been 130 at a minimum, but that's still darn good going. Then we had a, another interesting car after. It was a 1966 Ford Mustang GT convertible with a 289 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Sold for 31900 And then we had another convertible after that in the form of a 1966 Pontiac Catalina 2 Plus 2 convertible with a 421 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. The highest bid though, considering it didn't sell, was 17 grand. Then we had a 1949, never heard of this brand before, Diamond T 201 pickup. Has a Hercules in line 6 and one of 200 are known to exist. I really wish I saw that. I did not see that vehicle. I would have taken photos out the wazoo of that thing because that, that's cool. Sold for 28600 I believe it should have sold for more, but it's probably one of those things that doesn't even have a cult following. Just it. And by that, I mean there's a small Windows XP form group amount of people that are fans of that. Not to say not to say that that's bad, but that's the sh probably the sheer amount of people, the sheer lack of amount of people that follow or are, are fans of such a vehicle of that truck and or brand. Anyway, after that was a 1970 Pontiac GTO Judge with a 400 horsepower, with sorry, with a 400 cubic inch, 366 horsepower V8 with an automatic, and it didn't sell. The highest bid was forty thousand. After that was another GM car that had the high that had a much higher bid but didn't sell. It was a 1965 Chevrolet Corvette Coupe with a fuel injected 327 cubic inch, 375 horsepower V8. Highest bid was 77,000. Another Ferrari graced the Meekum auction. This one was another 1986 Ferrari 328 GTS with a 3.2 liter V8, V12, I'm not sure, with a 5 speed. The highest bid for this one though was 70,000. Lot S197, which is after the Ferrari, was a 1966 Ferrari GT convertible with a 289 cubic inch V8 with a 4-speed. Sold for 44000 Then we have a car that, once again, I wish I saw, because I didn't for the life of me, was a 1958 Mercedes-Benz 190 SL Roadster with a 1.9 liter, I don't even know, with a 4-speed. The darn thing didn't even sell, which makes me sad. The highest bid was seventy grand though. It's not the 300 SL Goldwing, but still pretty darn cool. Another Mercedes was after that in the form of a 1965 Mercedes-Benz 230SL convertible. Had a four-speed with factory air, but it didn't sell. The highest bid was 40000 After, we had a 1956 Ford Thunderbird with a 312 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. Also didn't sell. The highest bid was 40000 The lot after, S185, would be a 2011 Ferrari California of all cars with a 4.3 liter V8 and an automatic. That one sold and for pretty good money, $85,250. I think, I, I mean, outside of options, I think that's relatively close to the actual MSRP those cars were at back in the, back in the day. Then we get on to a Jeep. This one was a 2009 Jeep Wrangler Custom with a 5.7 liter, probably a Hemi V8, or perhaps an LS motor of some sort, with an automatic. Didn't sell, and I can see why the thing's not very visually appealing. But the highest bid was 33000 the lot after, S187, was another GTO Judge, this time a 1969 Pontiac GTO Judge with a 400 cubic inch V8 and a 4-speed. It sold for 55000 Lot S189, after the GTO Judge, was a 1978, 1978 Pontiac Firebird with an LS1 and an automatic. Actually looks really nice. The high bid was 28000 And now we get onto the last page. And I finally get to see what this car went for because I didn't. 
Lot S191 was a 1993 Chevrolet Camaro Pace Car Edition with a 305 cubic inch V8 and only 74 miles. Despite all of that, it didn't sell. The highest bid was 17,000. The lot after, Lot S192, was a 2011 Chevrolet Corvette Grand Sport with a 6.2 liter, 430 horsepower V8 with a 6 speed. The high bid was only 24,000. Can't believe this didn't sell. I'm sad. Lot S193 was a 1965 Dodge D100 pickup with a 318 cubic inch V8 with an automatic. The high bid was only 20 grand. And then the car I was really glad to see. Lot S194 was a 1998 Dodge Viper GTS Coupe with an 8 liter 450 horsepower V10 with a 6 speed. This one sold and it sold for what? A bit low for Gen 2. A bit low for what Gen 2s typically go for but considering the upgrades I can kind of see why. It sold for 39600 On the low end, especially for coupes, but on the low end of Gen 2 used values, but still, again, it's low, but this isn't like it's a 24000 This isn't a steal. That's gen that's on the low side of what Gen 2s generally go for. So that one sold at basically near market value. I think on the low side, but near market value for sure. And that, and that actually was the car that I... about. That's the car... I got that slow-mo of that. That's the car that was featured in that podcast story a little while ago about how I barely got the shot. But yeah, that, that was the one. The lot after. Oh, the, that was the lot. A I saw, I no, I saw that rolls after that Viper. But anyway, the lot after or before, depending on your perspective, was a 1985 Rolls-Royce Silver Spur with a 412 cubic inch. I have no idea. With an automatic. That one sold for 12100 low but then again you're gonna spend way more than that keeping it up so it's a steal for about a week after it was a 1994 mercedes-benz sl70 amg with a 7 liter probably a v12 and probably twin turboed and that one sold for 48,400. i'm sad that that sold for more than that viper but then again the viper had some wheels and i think a nos system and speakers so whereas that mercedes looks way closer to stock and more of a collectible more of a collectible in terms of looks anyway lot s197 was a 1978 Chevrolet K10 pickup with a 310, 350 cubic inch V8 and a 4-speed. That one sold for 30800 The lot after was a 1981 Toyota FJ40 Land Cruiser with a 4.2 liter, potentially a V8, straight 6, something. It's a frame-off restoration, and it did actually sell. It sold for $29,150. Then we got another El Camino in the form of a 1968 Chevrolet El Camino with a 383 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one sold. Well, that one didn't sell. The high bid was twenty thousand. Then we had an early C three that went for too little, in my opinion. A nineteen. It was a nineteen seventy Chevrolet Corvette Coupe with an LS three, pushing out four hundred and thirty horsepower and a five speed. It only sold for twenty nine thousand seven hundred. I know. I'm I'm surprised as well. Lot S two hundred six was a two thousand six Jaguar XKE convertible with a four point two liter V eight and an automatic. That one didn't sell. The highest bid was twelve thousand. After, we had a 2008 Ford Shelby GT500 KR Mustang with a 5.4 liter V8 and a 6-speed. The highest bid was 40000 Then we had a Celine replica in the form of a 1984 Ford Mustang with a 5-liter V8. And it's a aforementioned Celine replica. Didn't sell. Big sadness. The highest bid was 25000 Then we had a 2008 Jeep Wrangler, Jeep Wrangler Sahara with a 3.8 liter V6. With an automatic, didn't sell. The highest bid was seventeen thousand five hundred. After that, we get onto a car that finally did sell. It's lot S two eleven, and it was a nineteen sixty two Ford Galaxy five hundred convertible with a two ninety two cubic inch V eight and a three speed. Only sold for fourteen thousand three hundred. So, 
still low. Then lot S213 was a 1969 Chevrolet C20 three-quarter ton pickup for the 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. And it sold for 6,600. Keeping with the Chevrolet theme, we have a 2000 Chevrolet Corvette, a C5 with a six-speed. Has 13,475 miles on it. Didn't sell. The highest bid was 15 grand. Continuing, not with the Chevrolet theme, but with the GM theme. Lot S117 was a 1979 Pontiac Trans Am in the true smoky, smoky and the bandit livery theme, whatever you want to call it. It had a 403 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. It sold for 17,600. Then, Lot S18 was a 1966 Chevrolet Chevelle Pro Street with a 502 cubic inch V8 pushing 700 horsepower with an automatic. Someone got the, the deal of the century because that one only sold for 26400 After that Pro Street Chevelle, we had a 2009 Maserati Quattroporte S with a 4.7 liter V8 and an automatic. I'm surprised this, is, this one didn't sell, but I'm also not surprised at the highest bid was only 16000 After the cheap Maserati was a 1968 Chevrolet Impala convertible with a 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. That one did actually sell and it sold for 27500 Lot S223 was a 1972 Chevrolet K3 Blazer CST with a 350 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. The highest bid for that vehicle was 37000 Then another person got the deal of a century in the form of a, ninth, of a 2010 Mercedes-Benz E350 with a 3.5 liter V6 and an automatic. It only went for 14300 Low! Very low! After that, we have a Chrysler PT Cruiser looking thing in the form of a 2001 Chevrolet S10 pickup with a 1939 Studebaker replica body placed on top. I am really not surprised that this one didn't sell. The highest bid was ten grand. Lot S226, after the S10 Studebaker Nightmare Mobile, was a 2004 Mercedes-Benz SL600 convertible with an automatic, and that one sold for 19800 After was a 1978 Toyota FJ40 Land Cruiser. No details are, are given, I don't see any. I can tell you though that it did sell, and it, sell, it sold for 33000 Then, in Lot S232, or S232, was a 1963 Ford Thunderbird with a 390 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. The high bid on that was 17000 Right after that was a 2003 Chevrolet Corvette Z06 with a 5 liter V8 and a 6 speed. Rather ridiculously, it didn't sell. The highest bid was 16000 The car after that didn't sell either. It was a 1956 Ford Fairlane with a 292 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. The high bid on that was two grand more than that vet at 18000 then for the last car, and it did sell, thank God, was a 1970 Dodge Challenger RT Resto Mod with a 440 cubic inch V8 and an automatic. It sold, for too low in my opinion, it sold at 36300 And there you have it. That, are, that is all the cars from the Denver 2019 Mecham Auction. I hope you enjoyed. Tell me which car surprised you the most. I, I don't know. Overall, I'm just surprised at how low some of the, most of the cars went for. I think there were a few that could have gone higher, but I will tell you what, which cars didn't surprise me at all. The Quattroportes, none of them surprised me at all how low they went. But yeah, anyway, I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to like, comment, share, follow if you're on Podbean, rate if you're on iTunes. If you're watching this on YouTube, though, 
hit the little notification bell, well, subscribe, and then hit the notification bell. That way you're notified every time we upload. Anyway, I really do hope you enjoyed. I will see you all very soon.